Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're so very kind. Thank you. Gloria sends her love, by the way, this morning. Be seated, please. <clears throat> cross he bore the crowd stood by and they watched this man they'd heard him preach before no one could ever be worthy of such love I never find when he was on the cross I was on his mind the look of love was on his face thorns on his head the blood that stained his scarlet robe had stained it crimson red. His eyes were on that crowd that day, yet he looked ahead in time when he was on the cross. I was on his mind. He knew me, yet he loved me. He whose glory makes the heavens shine. No one's worthy of such mercy when he was on the cross he had me on his mind when he was on the cross I was on his mind No one's worthy. 
the cross I was on his Come on, give the Lord a praise just bless him and give him praise and honor his name. Hallelujah. David Ellis, Jacob Smith. David, David's been with me but a little over 25 years. Jake, you've been what, six, seven years? Seven or eight. Se yeah, <laughs> glory. You know, these guys are the best there is. I, 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 you know, I, I understand, Hank. Stan, you guys got a lot of good people, no, but these are the best. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Somebody say amen. amen. Mm -hmm. I got to get down to business here. <laughs> Praise. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Be seated, please. My, my, my. The Lord of Hosts Church, <clears throat> Yahovah Sabaoth, the Lord of the heavenly armies of God, David. Wish I had time to get into this this morning. David said to Goliath, "You come at me with your weapon." But I come it to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. He just invoked angelic assistance. Yes, he did. That's God. Come on. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Read the entire 17th chapter, first Samuel. When you get to the close, God, I love it. You remember what, what King Saul said? Who is this kid? <laughs> Whose son is he? Abner said, I don't know. <laughs> Goliath made David king. Amen. Nobody ever heard of him. Nobody ever heard of him until he killed the Goliath in his life. And he had to do it by faith. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let me get this out here. Need to make sure I preach long enough. I'm like Hank Kuhneman. I got more stuff than I know what to do with. <clears throat> um, you remember Nehemiah 8.10 the joy of the Lord is your strength and well in fact I do want you to turn over to the book of James the joy of the Lord is your strength 
I said the joy of the Lord. A misunderstanding of joy has equated joy with happiness. Joy can bring happiness, but it has nothing to do with a physical condition. Well, Brother Copeland, I just don't have any joy. Well, you need to get saved. Because the moment you were born again, the fruit of the Spirit was born into your new creature, your new spirit. Because when you were made a new creature, there's no new creature that was made unworthy. There's no new creature that was made unrighteous. There's no new creature that, in that because, come on. Amen. Amen. The moment you made Jesus the Lord of your life, old things passed away. That old sin nature passed away. Glory to God. All things were made new and all things were of God. And that, at that moment, the nine fruit of the Spirit, the second of which is joy, was imparted into your born-again being. Amen. And then James, the half-brother of Jesus, James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into different temptations. That word is tests, temptations, and trials. Count it all joy. Amen. Count it joy. Say anything about your feelings. Said count it joy. We're faith people. Amen. Amen. We put the, we put, well, I just don't feel like I got any joy, Brother Copeland. <laughs> That's the time you better know you do. I had to learn this long, long time ago. Amen. And did learn it. Ha, 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 ha. At a time when I was in more pain than I've ever been in my entire life. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Now, a member of our board, Dr. Avery Jackson III, one of the, one, a, a renowned neurosurgeon. And um, <laughs> he's, it goes to um, Keith Butler's church. He knew, hey, he knew by the time he was eight years old, he was going to be a brain surgeon. He heard the word of the Lord say so. And he said this. He said, it, particularly at John Hopkins, they scientifically proved that your, your natural being does not know the difference between a belly laugh and a put-on laugh. Why? Hey, a merry heart does good like a medicine. You, God knew that all along. <laughs> the devil said, what? <laughs> the media said, what? <laughs> The media said Joe Biden's president. Ha 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 
the Spirit of God said through the Apostle Paul in the book of Galatians. Love, joy, peace. Remember what he said? Against such there is no law. Satan has no defense against joy. He can't hold up against it. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, ha, 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 we win. Ha ha, we win. Ha ha, we win. Ha ha. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Ah, sit down. <laughs> Somebody said one time, said, Do you have joy? I said, Yes. He said, Tell your face about it. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you today. You are our victor. You are our defense. You're our everything. And we thank you and praise you today. I thank you for this marvelous, fabulous church and the great new auditorium. I call that auditorium finished. I call that auditorium completely, totally paid for and out of debt. I call that auditorium in the name of Jesus a sanctuary of the Most High God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> the Lord has directed me today to speak to you concerning the fundamentals of faith. What are you watching when you watch the Super Bowl? Masters of the fundamentals. Arguably the greatest football coach ever. <clears throat> Vince Lombardi yes, sir. had had a losing season. And with Coach Lombardi, that's intolerable. <laughs> so, spring training, and these guys are the best. He walked in and said, gentlemen, this is a football. We're professionals. I don't care how professional you are. You got you, you, you got you got beat. Now we're going to start over. Now, I was born December the sixth, nineteen thirty-six, and uh, the on December the seventh, nineteen forty-one, I just had my fifth birthday. So, and then I was in elementary school during World War II and saw lots of amazing things and went, went through 
a lot of things. And uh, <clears throat> watch this nation excel. So, and I, I, I couldn't remember when I didn't want to fly. And, uh, and I, I learned later that, that, the, that the Lord had, had called me to fly. And uh, so, you know, I won't go into all that. But during World War II, and you had kids, I mean, from the sticks, and, and this is the way it started in flight training. <clears throat> you, you walked out there the first day, and that little cub was sitting there, and your, the general instructor said, Gentlemen, this is an airplane. And I thought, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. Because yes. we'll, we'll just see, how many of you are licensed pilots? Okay. Now, you guys keep your mouth shut, all right? <laughs> you, just, you just smile for a little bit. <laughs> Now, this is a propeller. Everybody knows that. This is a wing. Yes. Amen. <laughs> and following me, the leading edge of this here wing, and this is an aileron. Oh, what? See, already. Already. You're in the weeds. <laughs> An aileron. Now, a 747 has ailerons. A Piper Cub has ailerons. The Citation 10 that we flew over here in this morning has ailerons. What is an aileron? Don't you wish you knew? Wonder what it has to do with the empennage and the fuselage. I just don't know. That's because you don't know much. But you had to go back to the fundamentals. Well, the ailerons are the little flappers on the wing that when you go this way, it goes that, makes, makes, makes the airplane bank. Guess what the elevator does? Makes it go up and down, you... <laughs> Didn't want to guess it that one, did you? <laughs> fundamentals. Those same fundamentals are taught today. The point being, the fundamentals of faith are found in every expression of faith throughout the Bible. The very basic fundamental. Let's look in the Gospel of Mark. Jesus laid out this masterful teaching on the very basic fundamentals of faith. What is faith. 
Faith is a spiritual, very powerful force. It is a spirit force that's born in the reborn human spirit. And the classic amplified, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the physical senses. That's what faith is. And once you know what faith is and you know where faith comes from and you know what feeds it, well, what feeds faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And, and you remember what Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word. Every word. Now, why is this called the Word of God? Always stay covenant-minded. This is the Word. This is the Word of God. This is two blood-sworn oaths. One in the blood of, first in the blood of animals, then in the blood of a man, named Abraham, the covenant name change had to take place. Abram became Abraham. God injected his name in the middle so that God is in the middle of the covenant. The name Hashem in the middle of his name. That's the reason today we have a name change. Gloria Nice became Gloria Copeland. Thank God. <laughs> True. Because she's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> Lord, there have been times. I won't go into all that. But <laughs> Glory. I met that woman, 1961, beautiful Sunday, October morning, and uh, in Little Rock, Arkansas. And, oh my goodness! I went to an after-game party at TCU's Praying, Arkansas, Southwest Conference Championship, and um, the night before, I went to the after-game party. I, I was uh, my boss, uh, he, the man that chartered my boss, and I was in the right seat. I didn't have a multi-engine rating yet. And so my dad went along, and um, my dad was with National Old Line Insurance Company there in Little Rock. <coughs> and um, you can't buy a toothbrush in Little Rock, Arkansas, when Arkansas played TCU. And so I went to an after-game party the night before, and I'm acting the fool. And, and, uh, <laughs> and Gloria's dad came up to me and said, my daughter's the best-looking girl in the state of Arkansas. I said, is that right? 
Yeah, he said, that's right. So a little bit later on in the party, he came by and he said, you don't believe me, do you? I said, I believe you, man. Now he said, my daughter's the best looking girl in the state of Arkansas. How you going to the airport in the morning? I said, I don't know, Kev, I guess. Nah, I'm going to come by and pick you up. Where are you staying? So I told him. So <laughs> we were up there in the, in the penthouse. And next morning, that penthouse elevator door opened. And I thought, man, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> Whoa. <sighs> the way we, there's a little balcony out there, and we went out. Just bright, gorgeous morning. We walked out looking out over the balcony. It was like I'd known her all my life. It was like I was raised with her. And she put her arm around me and patted me on the back, and I just fell so head over heels in love with her. I, and, and I won't go into all the things, not too long after that, on our first date. And we went to this little place in Camden called the Rocket Room. And uh, we had a And went back. I said, I'll never dance with a woman and sing at the same time. That's stupid, and I'll never do it. Boy, that night I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm, I, you know, I'm stepping all over her feet and everything else. <laughs> and, and they put somebody played Misty. Johnny Mathis. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree, you know. Sowie! So we went back to her dad's place that night and walked up on the porch. I said, Gloria, will you marry me? She said, okay, and just went in the house. <laughs> she said, when she got inside, she said, what have I done? I don't even know this guy. Oh, well, I'll get out of it later. <laughs> Next April, it'll be 59 years and she's not out of it yet. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the fundamentals. The fundamentals of faith. Mark 11. Jesus said... that he had spoken to a fig tree. Now, don't get, don't, uh, the King James translation is, is very weak here. In the 13th verse, seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. Yet is italicized. That, that is a very weak translation. Just, hey, study it out for yourself. It was a tree far off. If a fig tree, Middle Eastern fig tree grow to huge sizes, they live a long time. And if it, even at the beginning of the season or at the end of the season, if there are leaves on that tree, there should be figs on that tree. Should be figs there. 
And Jesus walked over there. If happily he finds something, he was hungry, it was early. So, you know what happened. He spoke to that tree nine words, no man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. He wasn't quiet about it. They came back through there then and saw the fig tree dried up from the roots and Jesus laid this down. Have faith in God. Have the faith of God or have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things, those words which he says shall come to pass, he will have whatsoever he says. And then he, and then he put that law into motion and he said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them as in italics. But believe that you receive and you shall have. And and when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any that your father, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. The first fundamental of faith, believe it in your heart, then say it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. Now notice, for verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto that mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Jesus used believing once and saying three times. I learned faith from Kenneth E. Hagin. I had no religious background. Gloria and I, uh, neither one, had no, no religious background at all. We were born free. <laughs> That's what T.L. Osborne said to me one time. Copeland, you're born free. You have no religion to unlearn. And really, Oral Roberts, my father in the faith, I had the distinct privilege of, for flying for him while I was at Oral Roberts University. And so it dawned on my lightning fast mind that he can't get out of town without me. <laughs> and so <clears throat> the first messages of faith I ever heard, I was listening and watching him. Amen. Amen. And he and I became very, 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 very close right on up until he went home to be with us. So <clears throat> these basic fundamentals have to be there. They have to be present for it to be faith. Check it out. Go check out David. Now, you believe it in your heart, then say it with your mouth. Number two. Faith will not work in an unforgiving heart. Now that, that there, there are many hindrances to faith. A lot of hindrances to faith. But that 
is the only one Jesus specifically made mention of. Unforgiveness. It just won't work. How do we know that? Well, we, we, we understand that. Faith works by love. Well, of course, God is love. It's his faith. Duh. <laughs> huh? So that, you just, you don't have to be, you know, all that brilliant <laughs> to understand that. Praise God. Yeah, but Brother Copeland, I just can't forgive. No, you haven't made the choice to forgive. You can. God has never asked you to do something you can't do. It's not a feeling. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It, when the five physical senses have to be trained to not be moved, I cannot be moved by what I see. I cannot be moved by what I hear. I cannot be moved by what I smell. This actually happened in a nightclub many years ago. Packed out. It was a comedy. And this guy came out and said, Everybody get out of here. This place is on fire. They thought it was part of the act and nobody moved. And later some of them said, we didn't smell any smoke. Well, faith is an action word. Believing is an action word. Believing is action. And faith has to have corresponding action, according to, uh, according to James. So, everybody that believed what that man said got up and got out and lived. Other people based their life on what they did not smell. Now, just go to the book of Hebrews. And you find there that Jesus tasted death for everybody, for all men. He tasted it. Can you see what that's saying? He tasted it. Ooh. Oh, let's, hey, uh, we, we just hit some pay dirt right there. So, Brother Copeland, I might die. You should have known that by the time you was four years old. <laughs> you are going to die. You are. Now, it's up to you on, on how long you live. Oh, it's not up to me. Oh, yes, it is too. Mm -hmm. yes, come on. 70 or 80 never was, never was, it never was God's lifespan for man. Never was. That was a curse. That was a curse that came. And if you have a classic amplified on paper 
where you get the footnotes. It's, it's all spelled out there. That 90th, that 90th Psalm was, 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 a, was a, a, a song of lament. No, no. Genesis 6-3 is the real thing. That's at the beginning of the book. Genesis 6-3. The days of man shall be 120 years. And by the law of first mention, then ever, ever, as you go through the Bible, that, <clears throat> see, God said that, not Moses. God said that. So then that means that in the 91st Psalm, with long life, I'll satisfy you and show you my salvation. That's based then on 120 years. So now you come down through, you come down through the food laws, why, why are those food laws in there? Those food laws are based on your living 120 years. Now, medical science has already come to the fact that they, they realize it. This physical body, if, 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 in all in all, should live 120 years. Wonder where they got that. That's what scientifically this, this, this body should live that long. They finally caught up with the Bible. So, what does Abraham do by faith? Call things that be not as though they were. By faith. By faith he did that. By faith Abraham calls those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Amen. I had to learn to do that uh, years and years ago. And I, and I learned that I, I'll not be able to taste it when I die. I'll not be able to smell it when I die. I'll not be able to see it when I die. I'll not be able to hear it when I die. I'll not be able to feel it when I die. Glory to God. So, I'm going to tell you something, sugar. It's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, quit sweating it. What about COVID-19? Ha, 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 ha. What about it? <laughs> now, we're not a, we're, faith people are not foolish. And faith people follow directions. Faith people don't just, you know, just go out there and, and, and act a fool. I have no fear of COVID-19. But I respect it. It's a killer. It is a killer. But my immune system is way, way up there because I have a trainer. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm in the business of living 120 years, and I'm in training all the time. I got up too early this morning to work out. <laughs> anyway, but I, I worked out yesterday, and... Um, just work, work at it hard. And I'm in the best physical condition I'd have been in, I guess, really in my life. Because my, my, my body fat percentage is down something like, I don't know, 12, 13%. And, uh, you know, ain't too bad, but I'll be 84 next month. So that ain't bad. <laughs> Amen. So what I'm saying to you is this. We do all these things by faith. We live by faith. Amen. We talk by faith. Amen. 
we do everything by faith. And I, when, you know, when I first learned to fly instruments, had a, couldn't believe what I felt because one time I did get, only one time that I got vertigo really bad. And man, I'm telling you, I did, if I hadn't already known how to get out of that, I would have crashed that night. Dried it, evening, didn't have an instrument rating. I won't go into all that. And uh, when I, I learned from Brother Hagin, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved only by what I believe. And I said, Gloria, this is, this is easy. She said, what do you mean it's easy? I said, I already know how to do this. What? She said, I, I, already, I already know. I, I said, Gloria, this is my instrument panel right here. Here it is right here. I, I, I don't have to look outside. I don't have to look at my body. Glory to God. I look at the Word. I look at God's, God's promise, His bond. What He said to me, glory to God, this is my Bible. It's got my name in it, so it's me. And uh, so, hey, look at this. Glory to God. Yes, I'm strong. I have joy. Ha, ha, ha. I have joy. I have faith. Yes. God, glory to God, I got it. <laughs> well, I'm not healed. Really? No, I'm not, neither are you. What are you, what are you basing that? Sterling revelation on. Well, look at this. You see that on my arm there? I had this happen in a prayer line while I went. It was over here on his side. <clears throat> whatever that is on whatever is on this physical body, that is not the truth. It's a fact. This is the truth. This is the truth. Arm, I call you healed. I call you well. I call you pain free. I call you that because faith is in my heart and in my mouth and I am his to command, and I command you to get off my arm. You keep applying the truth to that fact, and the truth will remove that fact. Whether it's financial situation, <clears throat> is that the Goliath? Is that the Goliath in your life? Is it a family situation? Is that the Goliath in your life? Well, take the, the fiery stone of the Word of God and kill it. Kill it. Amen. David had a trophy, and it was the head of the John. He had that head. Who knows how big that thing? And he took it to the king. Now, he's under 20 years old, we know, because if he'd been 20, he would have been in the army. Yeah. He's 17, 18 years old. Yes, sir. 
Goliath was nine feet nine. And one scripture said that David was ruddy-cheeked and he was, he had red cheeks and red hair and he was good-looking. <laughs> he's just, he's just, just a kid in good shape, had a lot of practice with a slingshot and sat out there singing to God and singing the Word and singing psalms to Him and playing the harp and singing to him, singing to him, singing to him, singing to him, just a few, just a few way, just, just, a, just a little stone's throw there uh, where he was keeping his sheep was where Jesus was born. In Bethlehem. David was from Bethlehem. Amen. Amen. And the, the temple shepherds watching over the temple sheep, the lambs of God that night. Whew. Do you know what swaddling clothes were? Swaddling clothes was a woven sock to put around the little lambs because they were temple lambs. They could not be blemished to keep that little fellow from jerking around and hurting himself. And that little baby was wrapped in that sw those swaddling clothes and put in a manger <clears throat> of very fresh, clean straw. <laughs> it had to be that way. Why? The book said it would be that way. The controlling factor is faith. A prophet said a baby will be born in Bethlehem. 715 years later it came to pass because he said it. Because he said it. The prophet has to say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said glory to, glory to God. The very fundamentals of faith. These basic fundamentals are only active and work as a functioning team once your spirit man, your inner being has been trained. The spirit of man can be trained just the same as the intellectual part can be trained, just the same as your physical body can be trained. And you now know that the Bible equates spiritual growth with physical growth. As babies desire the sincere milk 
of the word that you may grow thereby. Now, if all you, now you don't get milk in this place. No, you get the meat here. You're, you're a Hebrews chapter 5, Christians. <laughs> Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. But there are Christian people that have been babies for 50 years. And you get their milk a little hot and they'll cry. Brother, hey, I don't understand it, man. I saw you come out there to Brother Doodad's house. You went over there. You visited him four times last week. You don't ever come visit me. <laughs> uh. No, and he's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that kind of thing doesn't happen in a church that has been founded and laid on a, a foundation of faith. Hank Kuhneman is not a pastor. Hank Kuhneman is a prophet of God. He is a prophet of God, and God called him to found this church. There's all the difference in the world. All the difference in the world. Amen. So, but that, that has happened in times past. But the thing that I'm, I'm thinking about the situation that, that Brother Hagin had, when a man in his church that got saved late in life, and uh, he, uh, he's just a little baby Christian, and, 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 and he get, had a high temper, and, and he just got mad and lost his temper and, and just just cussed somebody on the job. And then he thought what he'd, he'd done. Oh, and he just, he just went home, went to bed, started crying. Well, see, he's, he's spiritually a baby. So Brother Hagin went out there and just spent time with him and restored him and prayed with him. And this, this happened several times. And one of the deacons in the church got all upset because he saw him out there at so-and-so's house, saw his car out there, and you never come by and visit me. And Brother Hagin said, no, and I'm not going to either. He, he, said, You're, he said, you ought to be out doing visitation. He said, instead of just sitting around squalling and bald because I was out there, he said, and, and then he told him, he said, well, I didn't, and this is one of his deacons, man. He said, I didn't know. He said, I know it. You need to keep your mouth shut till you know something. <laughs> and it's like some people said, you know, you can have a deacon possessed church. And so, 
<laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> the third fundamental of faith. Go to the 20th chapter of the book of John, please, quickly. Abraham's blessing cannot be received with Thomas's faith. Can't do it. Twentieth chapter, John, verse twenty-six. After, uh, excuse me, twenty-four. Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We've seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I see, underline the word see if you haven't already, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger in the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, listen, act of his will, I will not believe. I won't do it. After eight days again, his disciples were within. And Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach here your finger, and behold my hand. Reach here your hand, thrust it into my side, and be not faithless. See what that is? I have to see it. I have to feel it. That is faithless. That is sense knowledge faith. It's natural human faith based on the physical senses. By believing. Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed. See, he's talking about the blessing of Abraham here. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Blessed are they. Blessed are they. Blessed are they. Blessed are they. That have believed and have not seen. The born again spirit being. This inner man. Once your inner being, the real you, you are a spirit. You have a soul made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions, and you live in a physical body. Hallelujah. God is three parts. We're three parts. We're spirit being like he is a spirit being. Amen. You don't have a spirit. You are a spirit. You have a soul, and you live in this physical body. Amen. So, when that time comes, and, and the 
uh, you're, it's time to lay that body down. Well, I don't, I don't feel a bit different. I'm alive. Now, come in. What's the matter with you? Get your nasty self up here and get on me. Now, I'm in heaven right now, you understand? So what is the process? Uh, Brother David, I need help with my body. Uh, would, would you and the family go put that thing in the ground for me? I'm not here, and thank you very much. I don't want to mess with it. No, bring it back here. I need it. <laughs> now, see, uh, there is no life in that coat. Its life is walking around up here on this platform. <laughs> There's no life in it. So now what has to happen when this takes place? Oh, Kenneth's coach did. Now I'm myself again. That's how foolish grief is. Now, this, the Apostle Paul, by the Spirit of God, wrote. Used, the King James used the word sorrow. Sorrow not. Look it up. Look it up. It's the same word as grief. Grieve not. We're not a people without hope. Now, of course you're going to miss somebody. I, I remember when my mother went home to be with the Lord and um, I was an only child, and, and my, mother and I, my, my mother and I used to nearly drive my daddy up the wall. <laughs> we, I won't go into all that. Sometimes he'd just pull over and stop the car. I'm going to put both of you out of the car. <laughs> but I realized, and the Lord talked to me about He said, now you, you watch people. He said, you, you, you watch them. They're going to come up to you and say, oh, Brother Kenneth, I'm so sorry you lost your mother. I didn't lose my mother. I'm not going to let you say that to me. Listen, if it hadn't been for my prayer warrior mother, I'd have busted hell wide open. She prayed Gloria Jean Niece into my life. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Amen. She's not lost. 
I know exactly where she is. She just moved. <laughs> hey, Gene, let me ask you something. Um, <clears throat> had <clears throat> my, <clears throat> my dad's company, we'll say, transferred him to, uh, transferred him to Atlanta, I lost my mama. You lost your mama? Oh, yeah. What happened to her? Oh, Lord, they moved to Atlanta. <laughs> I've, I've had to minister to people that would act. I ministered to a woman that they brought her up there. She was in such grief, and they brought up to have hands laid on her, and her husband brought her up there, and she's just, oh, she's a, and she said, it's about her son. I said, oh. And she, I'm telling you, she was just broken down, just weeping. And I said, how long, how long has he been dead? Oh, he's not dead. He just went to college. <laughs> I said, get away from me. Just get out of my sight. I did minister to a woman that uh, their little daughter died tragically uh, <clears throat> with, with sickness, and she was, she was really broken, just a broken woman. And she was just hanging on her husband's arms like this, and, and he brought her up there, and she was just hanging there, just weeping there. And... Uh, I started to say something to her. And the Lord said, don't you, no, don't you say that to her. I said, well, okay. He said, you tell her she just got beat at the game of life. I said, God, I don't know whether I want to say that or not. <laughs> he said, you say it. And he said, you say it just like I said it. I said, lady, <laughs> you just got beat at the game of life. Your daughter's not dead. Man, I'm telling you, she, she came at me. Her husband had to pull her back. I said, you have not been a, a wife to your husband. You have these other children here. You're not a mother to them. You're just grieving. That little girl's in heaven. You know it. I know it. You and family know it knows it. Now, you just got beat at the game of life. And he had to, he pulled her up and her fighting at me. <laughs> they came back to the service that night and I'm telling you, she had a glow on her face. She walked up there and she said, Brother Copeland, I want to thank you. You're exactly right. She said it broke it. It literally broke it. Hallelujah. Number four, faith calls things that be not as though they were. There's the covenant and the contradiction. God said, I have made you the father of many nations. And here's a man that went anyway. 
So it was a direct contradiction. But God had already said it. And God's word is. Amen. Amen. Faith demands corresponding action. The woman with the issue of blood. All of these things can be found in her. She said it. She did it. She received, she received it. And she told it. Now, she suffered many things of many physicians. Didn't hold a thing against any of them. Had been a shut-in for what, Hank? Twelve years. Skin and bone. Unclean. Read it, read it in the book of Leviticus. Unclean. Been shut in for 12 years, can't get outside. But she heard about Jesus. She, it's right there in Jesus' hometown in Capernaum. And so she, she's hearing, and they're, they're relaying things to him. They're relaying things that he said, that, and, and that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me. He's anointed me to, to teach, preach, and heal. Glory to God. She believed it, and she said it. And, and look, study it in the Greek text. There it says, she just, she just kept saying it. She just kept saying it. She just kept saying, if I would touch the hem of the garment. Now she was after the hem of his prayer shawl. It was the phylacteries were hanging out underneath his garment. If I can but touch that that shawl, if I just touch the hem of that garment, I will be made whole. Amen. What did Jesus say? Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole. And I did it. I preached long enough <laughs> of that plague. Let's stand and give Lord praise. Just stand and praise. Praise him. I said praise him. 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 For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the praise of God will has been grebinsto agrastaba. Oh, ah. In the eighth and the ninth psalm. God inhabits the praise of his people. And when my enemies fall back, not if, when my enemies fall back 
at your presence. For he is the El Shaddai God. He's the God who's more than enough. He's the God of more and more. And he's the God of the United States. God loves you. And I love you. And Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah.